So hello everybody, I hope each one of you can hear me loud and clear. Happy, happy new month to you guys listening to me. Uh, welcome to another episode of Monday Inspiration. Wow, I'm so glad to have everybody here with me. Uh, we've been out for two weeks. Two weeks, there was no Monday Inspiration and here we are today. We're not having any special guests. It's just going to be me and you having this mind-blowing session, you know. I'll be sharing my protest experience. I'll tell you what happened because I was on the field and, you know, it was, it was really, really an experience. An experience in capital letter. And I really mean it. Now, if you're new to the family, welcome. This is Monday Inspiration. My goal every single Monday is to move you to a higher level in your life because there's two good facts that for things to get better, you have to get better. For things to change, you have to change it all begins with you so let's work this out together one step at a time and get this nation to a better better place if you're listening to me all you need to do at this moment is hit the like button if you're on facebook if you're on youtube click the subscribe button subscribe turn on post notification and let's get the ball rolling we within the week past week we got up to 100 subscribers on youtube so congratulations to us we are making huge, huge progress. Huge, huge progress. Now, let's talk about SARS. What really is SARS? What really is SARS? Who are they? Who are they? Um, my simple definition is SARS are the people that don't really want the progress of this nation. Yeah, whether you like it or not. Whosoever you are listening to me. These are people that don't want the progress of... Nigeria, yes, okay, it's not about the uniform, in a country, for it to have proper stability, proper development, okay, three things are paramount, three things, we're looking at education, we're looking at job employment, okay, and then we're looking at your income, salary, these three things are key for any economy to grow. Okay, we're talking about huge, huge economies like China, you know, America, um, first world co uh, countries. These three things have to be in place. At least 50%, 50%, nothing lower than it. When we have quality education, please listen to me well. When we have quality education, that is equal to you having a good job okay which means your income it's going to be reasonable when you as an adult your income capacity we're looking at you earning a 20,000 20, naira in a month okay that is going to affect the kind of decisions you're able to take it's going to affect where you live it's going to affect how you think it's going to affect the lifestyle that you have okay and Nigeria has been so blinded and the masses, the average Nigerian youth, okay? An average Nigerian is living below his or her means. And there are certain people out there who are extorting from us, okay? I know you know what, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying. And when an average Nigerian decides to take a bold step and dive into entrepreneurship, or whatever field that would create the income that will give him quality education, okay, and a better lifestyle, not just for himself, 
for his or her family as well, they see that as a threat. Not understanding that once we have steady cash flow in the economy, okay, in the country, the economy of that country grows. So they see that as a threat and then they clap back. Fast forward, we have a body called SARS, a body that checkmates an average Nigerian to ensure that he or she does not make it in life. And that has brought us not just 10 years back as a country, talking about 20 years back, 50 years back, okay? But guess what? The youths, the youths are doing something that nobody, nobody ever, nobody ever predicted that this would happen. Not in the entire world would we even imagine that a year will come, a time will come, okay? That the youth will rise together, okay? Not looking at tribalism, not looking at, you know, your political association, not looking at your religious association, okay? Your ethnic group will come together for one common good to say, this has to end, okay? We're ending SARS, we're ending bad government, okay? We need good roads, we need electricity, we need water. We're not asking for too much, we just want to live Live the good life. That is what we're asking. Is that too hard? Is that just too hard for you to grant? You listening to me in that position. Is that too hard for you to just allow us enjoy this country, Nigeria? No, it's not. And we took to the streets. We protested. Okay? Peaceful protest. Peaceful protest. It was very peaceful. Very peaceful. And all of a sudden, thugs were sent after us. And all of a sudden, the protest was hijacked. And all of a sudden, many men on uniform, okay, were sent to kill peaceful protesters for exercising their right. So we no longer have freedom of speech in Nigeria. Is that what we're seeing? Because that is obviously what we're seeing. We're seeing that we cannot... We cannot express ourselves again. Okay? This is like, this is the system. Deal with it. Nothing is going to change. Okay? Till we leave this place. Nothing. And guess what? These guys are not leaving anytime soon. That's why we're doing this. Because we know if we don't take a stand, nothing is going to change. As I always say, for things to get better, you have to get better. For things to change, we have to change. And this is the change. This is the change. I've been saying it before. We even had the protest. Okay? I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. I'm saying it's up to me and you to change this country. Nobody is coming anywhere to change this country. Haven't you realized that when other nations are having this kind of issue, when it comes to peace and conflict resolution, Nigeria intercepts, okay? We are the first to actually send in troops to help them. But we're having this. And no country, no country, if you are listening to me, no country actually came on board to say let's help these people aha now you're getting it you're getting it so you thinking about leaving this country okay to somewhere else no now you can't leave your home you still come back your children will still come back here okay so if we're not working to get this country <coughs> sorry if we're not working to get things set in this country in nigeria 
Ah, no, now nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing will change. And that is why we've said enough is enough. Something has to change. Something has to change. And we are working on it. Forget the fact that we got a big blow. A big blow, but we're not giving up. We're not giving. We're just starting. That's that's what, what I want you listening to me. We're just starting. The Nigerian youth were just starting with this. When we are done, when we are done, you would beat your chest and say, yes, there was a time that the whole world focused on Nigeria. And Nigeria took her time to work on herself to make it the beautiful giant of Africa, which it is and will always be because there's hope for this country. There's hope. So you listening to me, don't give up. Don't give up. I know we've lost a lot of people. I've literally seen somebody, you know, just take his last breath in my front when it comes to this protest. And it's not a good sight. It's definitely not a good sight, I'm telling you. So before we even proceed, I would like us to like exercise um, one minute silence for the lives we've lost. Those that died for the good cause, those that died for those that give their life for the greater good, those that give their life for the greater good. So one minute silent for them and to let them know that we're still fighting, we're still holding strong, we're using the resources possible to keep pushing, to make sure that Nigeria becomes better. We're not giving up on them. Their death is not in vain. It will never be in vain. In years to come, generations to come will remember what happened 20th of October 2020. So we'll exercise one minute silence and then we'll continue. May the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. 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 Now, if you're listening to me, I want you to understand that the SARS movement is not just any ordinary movement. This is a revolution that we're starting. A revolution to wipe up all the evil people, the people that are destroying this country. Because whether you like it or not, you are standing against the progress of Nigeria. You are a SARS. You are SARS himself. SARS personified. Let me break it down for you. 
if you are a lecturer and you collect bribe before passing your students, you demand sex from students, you are SARS. Yes, you are SARS. If you are a medical doctor that has sworn an oath to, to save lives and we come up to you for help and you are demanding for money for somebody that doesn't have the resources for that and the person dies, you are SARS. You are SARS, yes. If you are a banker and you give preferential treatment, an average Nigerian cannot access the bank, but when I come with because you know what I what I what I hold behind in my account, you have that figure. You are SARS, yes, you are corrupt. If you are a civil servant, you are using your pen to add up digits to steal. People that are supposed to get certain resources, it doesn't get to them. You are SARS. If you are in charge of palliative and you did not distribute it to people that needed it and people died, you are SARS. If you are a personnel, a uniformed person, and you are using the uniform to your personal advantage and not service to the country, you are SARS. If you are a government official, and you are using your position to rain on the common man, you are SARS. You are SARS. See, the list is unending. As long as you, all you can think of is me, myself, and I, you are self-centered, you are selfish. You are not thinking about we. You are SARS. You are SARS. You are SARS. Listen to me. Listen to me. Well. You are SARS. Until you have the mindset, the mentality that we are all in this together. And we have to work together to take this country to another level. You are SARS. It's not by them, you know, blocking an average youth and looting from him and all that, extorting money, at the end of the day, killing that person. No. I credit them as the higher SARS. But see you. You are still SARS. If you, are, if, you, if you are a religious person, you start up your church, okay, or your mocks, and you use that to extort from the people of God, okay, preaching the gospel wrongly, you are sars. You are the bigger sars because these people have literally given their faith to you, and you mess around with it. You will be judged. Each and every one of us will be judged at the end of the day, Okay? I want you to understand that this will end. Definitely will come to an end when it comes to this thing. Nigeria will be better. Nigeria will be great. But until you listening to me decide to change, I know you have access to somebody that you know is actually a SAS. With whatever position the person is in his or her life, nothing will change. Because the question is, with what you have, what are you doing with it? What are you doing with what you have to make this country a better place? Are you just watching? Because we have those set of people that are saying, it's not my business, it's not my business, it's not my business, I don't care, don't worry, my children are safe, your children are safe. Abi, you think so? Bullets, you no, know, they look name, you know, they check, say, is this Dangote's daughter, is this, you know? It will come directly to you and hit you hard when you're not expecting it. Will it be that moment you want to wake up and join us in this fight? No, it's already late. She's dead. He's dead. The best time to prepare for war is when there's peace. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody. 
nobody. Everybody projected 2020 to be amazing. And yes, 2020 is amazing because we're making a change. This is like us fighting for our independence. We are fighting for our independence. And the day we win this battle, which eventually we are going to win, that is the day. Me personally, we say Nigeria gain independence. I don't know about you, but that is going to be my independence day. And trust me, we're going to win. We are definitely, definitely going to win this battle. We are. And they know it and they are scared. They are scared. They are, they are seeing us. They are seeing this synergy together. And they are scared. Because whether they like it or not, this country will change. Okay? This country must change. Must change. Spiritually, it has happened. Okay? Physically, we are working on it. We've done what we had to do behind the scene. Now it's coming to reality. It's coming to reality. So whether you like it or not, with or without you, Nigeria will change. With or without you, Nigeria will be better. The question is, would you rather want to be part of this story so that fast forward 20 years from now, you can beat your chest and say, when this was happening, I was part of it. I wasn't sitting back and looking at it. Because if you listening to me, if you want to lie that you were part of it, I will, I will point you out and tell them, no. You are not even confident enough to post with the hashtag NSAS. NSAS. We had people that literally lost their job because they were protesting online to end the movement that will not just only change their lives but change the nation. So those people lost their jobs. If you are in charge of, if you, if you are HR, okay, and you are in a company and you handled such operation that you fired somebody, because the person exercised his or her own right. If you're listening to me, don't worry. Don't worry, okay? Don't worry. It will shock you what will happen to you. It's not a cause. It's not a cause. Don't worry. Don't worry. You've done it. You've done your part. Okay? You've, you've played your role. Now, somebody is jobless. You've added another number to the unemployed Nigerian population. How do you feel? But guess what? Guess what? At the end of dawn, okay, after nightfall comes day, sunshine, a sun that will shine so bright, you will need shades just like mine or even darker. Because this country will change, this country has to change, this country has to change. Now, let me tell you about my protest experience in Abuja, I protested in Abuja um, three days straight, three days straight. Um, I started late, yes, because I was a little bit engaged and, you know, I didn't, I didn't really perceive it to get this big. I thought when we started, um, we'll be attended to immediately, but it didn't happen. Mm -mm. It didn't happen. So we were growing, we were growing, we were growing, we were waxing stronger and stronger. Something that started barely, you know, in Lagos, Abuja, and other states picked up, you know, without any leadership, you know in line to say hey this is our leader we are doing this without him being there we won't do this we kept moving oh we kept moving we don't have any leader we are all leaders and we had celebrities trooping in and we're moving we're we're, we're, we're getting our voices heard out there and the international bodies notice but our biggest plight was that the one person that could handle this with a snap of a finger 
did not say anything. He did not say anything. Our dear president, he did not say anything. Which is wrong. Let's call it speed is speed. Which is very, very, very wrong. Very wrong. And when he did, he left us speechless. He left us speechless. After that speech. Ladies and gentlemen. Nigeria must change. Nigeria must change. I joined the protest Saturday, Saturday 19th in Abuja. Uh, very early in the morning, we met at Unity Fountain. Uh, met with different calibers of people from all walks of life. You know, we came, we blended, and we moved. From that point, we headed to Wuse, took a deep dive down and down to Banex. And while we're at this journey, you could feel this sense of unity, this bond, this togetherness, this oneness, this, this zeal to fight for a better Nigeria. No excuse whatsoever. People literally left their job, left their marketplaces to be with us and have that work. You can go through my page on my channel and see videos for yourself. It was beautiful. No properties were destroyed or vandalized. Everything was very peaceful. Very, very peaceful. We had people that had every excuse in the world why they shouldn't be there, but they were there. We had people that... My God. Fast forward day two. Day two, we, day two was a Monday. Okay, for me, my day two was a Monday. Because Sunday, I didn't protest. We, we just... We were at CBN and, you know, that's where we started. That's where we ended. That's where we slept. But I came through Monday. Monday, the protest was amazing. It was beautiful. Still peaceful. We had fun. We all were together, moving with a common goal. But we're getting reports that the hoodlums were coming. People, they were paid. They paid these people to come and disrupt the protest so that they would paint us bad. We waited for them. We didn't see them. When we were approaching Wusi, we heard they were coming. We were ready. We were ready. But that was a false alarm at first. We went down to Banex. We stayed there. And then they came for us. Then they came for us. Um, amounting to up to approximately 20 persons, all carrying um, cutlass, stones and sticks, you know, just to kill us or something. But we clapped back. We clapped back. I'm giving you like real scenarios. At that point, three of them were killed. The rest ran away. I want you to understand that when these guys were coming, the police was there. The police saw them coming. The police didn't do anything. When we were chasing them away from the scene, okay, where we were gathered, they were running to meet the police. But the police ran away. The police ran away. Okay. The police could have literally helped curtail the situation. But they were watching. But we handled it because guess what? Our lives, our life is far precious than that of a hoodlum. The issue is that they are uneducated. 
So somebody somewhere will call them and give them one pipe. Okay, it's not one five like one thousand five hundred for international persons watching this. It's not one thousand five hundred. This is how they see it. They paid us one pipe, one pipe, so that we will use the one pipe and cause destruction. And somebody somewhere will transport these guys from whatever location down to Abuja to come and cause destruction. Hey, wahala, wahala for who no go school, wahala for who no know in rights. Big wahala for who no know in rights because guess what. We now know our rights. Just for the fact that we were just quiet all this while. <laughs> uh, you've not seen anything now. You've not seen anything. We're just starting. It will get to a point that you can no longer even control us. Okay? You will see people that are willing to die for this country. Shoot! You shoot and we still move. Is it when everybody, you've killed everybody in the country that you'll be happy? And only you'll be ruling the country or in your state, you just be alone, you and your family. Are, are, are you normal? Mm -mm. Something has to be done. Something has to be done. So, but that experience was bloody because I won't lie to you. When I saw those guys coming, my heart was beating. Bo, 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 bo. Woo! Oh, here we are. Here we are. When that happened, those guys went back to reinforce. That same day was the day that the burnt cars at Apo. That same day was the same day that things were going really bad at Dusi. Kubwa Axis. Same Abuja. That same day, Nyanya Maraba, things were things were hectic. Hoodlums causing trouble. Hoodlums causing trouble. But we knew what we were doing. So we're not distracted, we were focused. We were very, very, very focused and we kept pushing. We kept pushing. The next day, which was Tuesday 22nd, that was literally my last protest in Abuja. We all agreed that we're meeting at um, Eagle Square and that we conveyed to National Assembly. The day came. I was actually disappointed at Abuja because the turnout was poor compared to the numbers we had. Literally, the previous days were having like nothing less than 700 to 1,000 people on the streets, okay, at that specific location, and even more than. But that day, we were not up to 300. And there we were, there we were at Arigo Square while we were waiting for the numbers to build up. And while at Unity Fountain, the hoodlums were dropped off by, you know, huge, I think, four bosses. Four bosses brought them in. A Hulux was, you know, giving them backup and everything. These guys came, they dropped, they picked up their weapons, their cutlass, their, their daggers, um, the stones, the sticks. <sighs> Children were there. Women were there. Guys like me were there. And these guys collected their weapon. They carried the national, the, the Nigerian flag, and they moved towards Eagle Square. They moved towards Eagle Square, and there and then, they were approaching us. Okay, we saw them coming. We knew it was them, so we had to like you know strategize, get like a formation, and be aligned together. And we're approaching them. We're approaching them. They were coming, and then they waved the Nigerian flag, and they were like, "No, we're together now. We, we, now us." And who would want to hurt his or her brother? So we dropped um, 
which we just let our guards down only for them to break through from their own formation and we saw people running towards us with cutlass with stones with sticks and at that point what would a wise man do if not run yes listen to me listen to me well my mom will always say now who survived Nambi Rambo? Now who survived their story? Now they will call Rambo. Okay? So when you are outnumbered, you the wisest thing to do is that you live to fight another day. Listen to me, listen to me well. Okay? You go back, you strategize, and then you come back. Which we did perfectly well, okay? Boop! We're gone. So we had to go back, re-strategize that same day. And these guys went down to National Assembly. Under the camouflage that they are coming for Asu, um, Asu whatever, um, they just want to speak to you know the national bodies and all that rubbish, rubbish. So they stayed there for thirty to forty-five minutes. We regrouped back at Igbo Square and we're moving towards Wuse. And trust me, see inside every twelve there's a Judas. I knew somebody was snitching. I knew somebody was leaking information. And the issue was that we're not we're, at that point we lost we lost our coordination we lost our coordination so while we're approaching we see these guys started following us behind ah! and you know we didn't get the full information that these guys had back up upon back up upon back up upon back up this was like war and we're outnumbered so when we saw like literally 30 to 50 of them coming we said okay we can handle this and everybody went, you know, tried to get sticks and all that, you know, or we'll fight to the finish. But when we saw the backup, when we saw the fleet of vehicles, not only that, when we heard, you don't have to see, you don't have to see this part. When we heard the sound of a gunshot, that was it. That is kata because this is peaceful protest. We didn't come with weapons or anything, and now you're coming. Um, let's say a hand fight. You're bringing a gun. Ah, I've lost already. So they gave us run. Yes, we ran. I ran away. Ran away. Okay. And most of you have seen the footage of how they went into Wuse, you know, and they were destroying stops, shooting at us, you know. Using the daggers, most persons were hurt, you know. Um, with the record I got, we didn't literally lose anybody, we didn't lose anybody that day, or some persons were hurt. And you would now see this revolution was starting, it's ordinary, or it's not your business. What happens when you're just taking a walk and these guys just approach you and they hit you with their weapons? What would you have? What would you do then? Are you still saying it's not about you? Are you serious? It is so about you because whether we like it or not, whatever the stand we decide to take now, the next generation will pick up from there. So we're not bringing the standards down. We're taking it higher. This is a fight that is bigger, bigger than you and me, bigger than you and me, and we're not giving up. When that happened, see, the whole of Abuja just turned sour. We couldn't go out for protest. Um, fast forward, the president came out to address us, and 
with what he said with what he said and let's not forget what happened at Lekki and you know people lost their life um one person is coming to say nobody died another person is coming just few persons lost their life another person is saying it wasn't me this person is saying no they sent me this person is saying it wasn't me nobody wants to take responsibility and that's the issue that's the issue until me and you decide to take responsibility this country will not change hmm? listen to me listen to me well until every single nigerian decides to take responsibility nigeria will not change and that is what we're doing. They are seeing it. They are scared because they are irresponsible. It is normal. It is normal. Let me tell you. If you're in a class and your class captain is not responsible and you have one of the classmates that is taking responsibilities, he wants the class to move forward. Class captain is now seeing him as a threat. What do you do? You write his name on a list of noisemakers. You will hear shaking, you will see things, you will hear things, I'll pepper you. That's what's happening. So it's up to that guy now to see Omo. I'm not giving up. I'm fighting for this class. Keep pushing, I'll keep pushing. Somebody will see will see what I'm doing. Somebody will hear of this. And then we'll have a good environment in the classroom. Okay? That's just an analogy. And this is what is happening in Nigeria. We are taking responsibility. They are scared because they are irresponsible. But we're not giving up. You see this video. This video is not going to be edited. This the way it is. Bam. This is how this video will be transferred to every other social media. It's going to be converted to audio. It's going to be there online, so that generations to come, generations to come, will know that there was a time when Nigeria stood up. We woke up because we are woke. We are woke, and we're just starting. We're just starting. If you are new in town, we're just starting. For the fact that we've been quiet. <laughs> Jesus, you have no idea what has been happening underneath. You have no idea. Every day I wake up, I wake up and I tell myself, are we just going to ignore the fact that people were killed in Lagos? Are we? Are we going to ignore the fact that somebody, somebody literally was killed for dressing good? Hey! In this life? I can't look good. I'm supposed to dress. God, no, now, no. No. Nigeria has to change. Nigeria has to change. And it will change. It will definitely change. It will definitely change. A mother out there has lost her child. A sister has lost her brother. A brother has lost his sister. Somebody has lost his friend. Somebody has lost his or her spouse. There are some people that are still hoping that their children will come back to them. Not knowing that the child is no more. And after doing that, you took the body away. Hey, Jesus. You took the body away. You can't even give them the opportunity to bury their own child. You see this content you're listening to will have the highest level of promotion ever. It will have the highest level of promotion ever, ever seen. I'll make sure. See, nothing less than 5K. 5K views. Nothing less than 5k views. Watch me out. Nothing less than that. Because whether you like it or not, Nigeria will change. My name is Emmanuel Zefi. Look at it. Well, Nigeria will change. Fast forward 10 years from now, 20 years from now, we will sit back to celebrate this great country.
this wasn't really what I rehearsed to say. This wasn't it. But I'm here saying this because it hurts me a whole lot. To see that the younger ones are losing the right ethics needed to become better, to become successful. They are losing it. It is because of this system that you have created, you listening to me. An average Nigerian will start thinking of doing something illegal to create wealth for themselves. It is not their fault. It is because you have placed that person in that position. It is your fault. And for some of us, we said, no, we won't take that part. We will journey through smartly. And we are doing it. And we are still getting the results. And you don't want us to live the good life. <laughs> and say this again. Wahala for who no know in right Wahala for who who don't know who, who he is. If you know who you are, nobody, nobody will keep you short. Nobody. The problem is that you don't know who you are. That's the big problem. Big, very big problem. Because I know who I am. And most of us fighting for this, we know who we are. And we're not giving up. We're not giving up. We're not giving up. This is Monday inspiration. This is a new month. We barely have 60 days till the end of 2020. 2020 has been fascinating. It has, it has come with challenges. It has come with a whole lot. <laughs> but we're not giving up. Mm -mm. We're not giving up. We're just starting. We're just starting. You see, watch out the rest of these 60 days. Just watch out what will happen. I'm not saying anything about it. But just you listening to me, watch out what will happen. Just watch out. Just watch out what will happen. Mark my words. Mark my words. We're not sleeping. The giant is, the giant is woke right about now. The giant is woke. We're not sleeping. And I don't care who you are. I don't care where you are. I don't care your position in life. If you, under the category I give you, are a SAS, not with the uniform, okay? With your profession, with your qualification, you are constituting nuisance to Nigeria as a whole. Watch out now. Watch out. Just watch out. I'm not prophesying. But watch out. Enjoy this moment while it lasts. Enjoy it. Because things are going to change. Nigeria is going to be great. Nigeria is going to be better. And I so believe in it. I so believe in this country. If you decide to run and leave the country, fantastic. You do that, okay? But some of us are going to be here. We're going to fight for this country. Because we dearly believe that this country is going to be great again. It's going to be great again. So if you're listening to me and you're giving up, the fight is not over. The fight is just starting. This is a fight that would give us independence. The actual independence. The real independence. Because we cannot be having apartheid in Nigeria. Impossible. Impossible. You, you hide palliatives? For what? 
even if you want to consume that, you, your family, and your generations, you can't. You can't. And then when the common, common man accesses that, <laughs> God, you are now arresting some, you are threatening some, all of a sudden you came with false news that people break, break out from a fully guarded, a fully guarded prison. Hi! Hi! I love this country. I love us. I love each and every one of us. Because trust me, <laughs> Nigeria and a cruise, a serious cruise, but with all seriousness, with all seriousness, this country is going to be better. It's, it's sure, it's very sure, it's very sure. You're seeing it online. Disregard, disregard any false information you're getting. Disregard it. Always verify information before you share. It's very important. You see, this part is very, it's very crucial. Before you share any information, okay, before you share any information, verify it. Verify, re-verify, and re-verify before you share. Because just... That simple share you've shared or forwarded, you don't know who is on the other end receiving it. You don't know how far that information will travel. You don't know if this information will lead to more harm than good. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is Monday Inspiration. If you are new to the family, welcome. Usually we have a special guest to, you know, interview as an entrepreneur, tell us his or her experience. But at this very day, it's just me and you. And I'm telling you guys the plain truth. Nigeria has to change. Nigeria will change. Nigeria must change. It is our responsibility. We owe the future generation this. We owe it to them. We owe it to them. The previous generation missed it. They missed it. And that is why you see some of them clamoring behind and saying, Insides, insides. I know you know what I mean. Some of you, your parents are actually doing it. Insides. They can't shout it out loud because they missed it when they had the opportunity. They missed it. And now they are seeing us do this. And they are praying for us that we achieve this because they know what it means. When we succeed. And even though you're not seeing it, my goodness. Let's do this for the next generation. Will it be easy? No, now. Uh -uh. It's not going to be easy at all. It's not going to be easy. If it were easy, this would be over soon. Would have been over since. It's not going to be easy. Will it be worth it? Yes, it's going to be worth it. Yes, it's going to be worth it. That's all. I'm, I'm telling you this with any opportunity, in any avenue you get. Proclaim it. Any bad government answers. Let's fight for our rights. You don't have to wait to go out to the streets to protest online. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? To actually preach this. To tell somebody that you know is doing bad. To say, hey, stop this. You can't do this. As a lecturer, molesting students, and you know the person, and you're beating your chest, you're proud of the person. Who are you? You serious? Guess what? If you don't do anything, somebody will do that to your daughter. Somebody will do that to your son. And when, when you are harassed sexually, not everybody has the, the confidence to come out and tell you. So gradually you watch your child break into pieces and you don't know what the problem is. 
Can I tell you the problem? The problem is that when you had the opportunity, you shut up. You shut up. You know greed talk. Huh? You know greed talk. You would literally say you fuck up. You fuck up that point. So your fuck up don't sting you for life. Now is the time. What would you do with the information you have? What would you do with it? Would you literally sit back and watch this country fall? It's not going to follow. Yeah. We're rising. We're rising strong. We're rising hard. Or would you join us in this fight? Would you join us in this fight? Why I'm so glad with social media is that, you know, we can access information. We can share information. Everybody is safe. We're doing this together. Okay? Everything. You can't harm us. We have evidence. We have proof. We are saying one thing. We're doing another thing because, you know, we're not blind anymore. We can't see. We can't see. That's the gift. We have a whole lot of gifts. The first is eyesight. We've been seeing it. We've been seeing it. Let me break it down for you. Let me break it down for you. There's just a whole lot. Um, this video will have to continue but on YouTube. Different parts, different parts. There's just a whole lot. There are gifts. These are gifts that have been given to us. The gift of sight. We've been seeing things go wrong. We've been seeing things go wrong. We've been listening to things. We've been getting information, good, bad, ugly. We've been observing, just observing, you know, just observing. We felt it. We felt the pinch. We felt the blow. We felt the bullets. We felt the bomb. But we've been observing. We just the observe. We just the observe. We tried talking, but our voices were faint. We were disunited. They blinded us with religion. They blinded us with 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 with, with ethnic groups. They blinded us with the political party. They used everything to disunite us. But guess what? Decisions, decision, decision. Okay, your decision. Determine if you're a man or not, and we decided that enough is enough. Ah, but it's scatter, and we disregarded any 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 confinement, any boundary, any fence they've already set up for us, and we broke it down, and we became united, and we took action, and here we are, answers, answers, and we're doing it, and you're scared. We're just starting now. We've not even started. We're testing, we're testing the mic. We're testing the mic when we're done with this country. Or long when we're done with this country. You beat your chest once again and say, Yes, I'm proud to be Nigerian because I'm so proud to be Nigerian. I couldn't ask for a better country. I couldn't ask for a better country. A land of opportunities, a land of resources and everything. And yet we're crying. Nigeria will be better. Nigeria will be great again. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to pause here. I know the deal was that I will get to share with you something mind-blowing, but this I've shared alone. This I've shared alone. You know, I, I feel I feel relief. I feel this sense of oh God. You know, I could literally kill a lion at this point. But I want to transfer my belief into you that this country is great again. I want to transfer my confidence into you that see, for things to get better, you have to get better. For things to change me and you, we have to change. We have to get it right this time. If if after this, we don't get it right, 
listen to me, this is very important. If after this we don't get it right, then there's no hope for Nigeria. Then there's no hope for Nigeria. This is the generation. This is the game-changing generation. This is like the new school generation. If this generation cannot get it right, the next generation will not. So we just have to. We just have to, ladies and gentlemen. If you are listening to me, hit the like button. My name is Emmanuel ZV. If you are on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Let's be friends. Share with me your SARS experience. If you have ever been harassed by SARS before, on whatsoever ground, drop a comment. I'll get in touch with you. And we'll take it up from there. If you have ever or you know somebody, give me access to that person and I'll take it up from there. We'll see how we can interview this person and this person will share his or her experience, your SARS experience. Okay? And then we build on it. We create attention. We let people know that, hey, at some point in time, this person was, 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 was dealt with. The country literally, literally, didn't come true for her citizen. Most of you are not aware that something happened and, you know, international bodies came in and switch just one person one person just one person and we've had lives lost and the president didn't say anything i i need i need some of you to go back and listen carefully or read his speech <laughs> god my goodness all i can say is that that speech was fascinating if you know what i mean fascinating and guess what he didn't surprise me at all that's my president that's my leader okay that's my leader and that is why the country has to change. That is why the country has to change. And it's going to change, trust me. Whether they like it or not, it is going to change. Nigeria will be great again. And I so believe this. I so believe this. So ladies and gentlemen, my wish for you as always is to get better. Is to become the best version of yourself. Because it's a stone cold fact that for things to get better, you have to get better. For things to change, you have to change. My name is Emmanuel Zevi. Expect more content. More content youtube on this issue as time goes on so thank you for your time don't forget to subscribe it's a new beautiful month and i wish you nothing nothing but success this month but good tidings good fortune as we gradually approach the end of 2020 a year that the world would never ever ever forget thank you very much